to a very special holiday. I am Slim. I'm here with Todd, and we are back for another holiday episode of another uh, TV program and probably a theme song in a show that uh, maybe not as familiar with, <laughs> at least for me. That is correct. So we're going to be talking about all things Yon Kapoor. And if you didn't recognize that theme song, that's because that is the song for the television series Transparent. Yeah, Emmy Award winning uh, comedy series on Amazon Prime. So if you have Amazon Prime, that's pretty much the only way to watch Transparent. And uh, I am not as familiar with this show, just in the interest of full disclosure, I have not seen a lot of episodes of Transparent, nor are Todd and I Jewish, but there aren't a lot of holidays at the end of September, but there is Yom Kippur. That is correct. So, Slim, I have seen uh, numerous uh, episodes of this television show. I'm kind of con- I've kind of caught up with what's happening this episode, but to set the scene here, this is a television series where uh, one um, <clears throat> uh, Mr. Bluth, uh, George Bluth Sr., also Jeffrey known Tambor. as Jesse Tamborn, Emmy Award winner, Jeffrey Tambor, <laughs> he portrays uh, the char- the titular character, the transparent, if you will, of Morton slash Mora Pfefferman. Uh, who is uh, a man going into a transition as to female, um, and he is the patriarch and matriarch of this family, the Pfeffermans. Yeah, and it seems like by the time we reach this episode, The Book of Life, Season 2, Episode 7, that he's uh, she is well on her way through the transition correct uh she is he she excuse me is uh is is now uh living as a woman and is and is potentially going full uh hormones and everything else right and they do touch on that briefly later in the episode but yes she's only referred to as mora in the episode and uh mora's i guess ex-wife is played by judith light shelly pfefferman yes that is correct. are they divorced at this point i assume yes in the in the first season they they deal with sort of the uh the flashbacks of um her sort of coming to terms with his uh wanting to live as a woman and, and dress as a woman and then it just kind of comes to a head where she cannot handle it anymore and decides to uh end the marriage and there's a lot of characters to keep track of here, so we probably won't get to cover all of them. There's a lot of dynamics and a lot of characters, but the main ones being the Pfefferman's kids. They have three kids, right? Yes, they have uh, Josh, Allie, and uh, uh, Sarah. Sarah, is that correct? Yes, Sarah is the oldest, then Josh, and then Allie. And Allie is played by Gabby Hoffman, who was probably one of the more recognizable people to me in the episode. And then Josh is Jay Duplass, which is the Duplass... Duplasses. What's the proper plural? Uh, the Duplass, Duplass brothers, I believe they Just go by professional, professionally, <laughs> instead of trying to say Duplasses. Mm-hmm. That yep. is correct. Uh, and yeah, and then we have uh, Annie Landecker as Sarah Pfefferman, uh, Judith Light, as you said, as uh, the mother of the family, uh, Shelley, and uh, rounding out our main cast is Catherine Hahn, who shows up in this episode yes. as Rabbi Fine, um, who was. Uh, I do really like Catherine Hahn. Josh's ex-fiance. They are. They used to be together. Now they are no longer. And that kind of comes to a head in this episode. So we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yes. So it's Yon Kippur. Set the, we, the table setting here. We are, you said we're not. Both of us are not uh, Jewish men of the faith, but uh, we can appreciate a religious holiday. Uh, there's not a lot of holidays in late September that we could be diving into on this podcast. Yeah, and Yom Kippur can fall at different times, kind of like Easter. But Yom Kippur is also the Day of Atonement. It is the holiest day of the year in Judaism, and it's a day when they reflect on their sins and reflect on the wrongs they've done in the past year and you fast for an entire day. So Yom Kippur is coming up on Friday, September 29th, starts at sundown, ends sundown on Saturday, September 30th. And in that time, if you are, you know, practicing to the fullest extent, you would fast, you wouldn't eat or drink anything for that day. 
So shall we get into the episode here? Yes, I think everyone, if you knew nothing about Yom Kippur or Transparent, you're ready to ride along for this podcast So again, now. if you want to follow along at home, you want to queue up uh, your Amazon. This is a Amazon Prime exclusive. You might be able to get the DVDs from Family Video or something if you need. But uh, <laughs> It's a shout out if for Family Video. If you're here. listening to podcasts, you probably have the internet. So uh, so we open up and uh, we have ourselves a little uh, a little meet and greet with uh, our eldest of the uh, of the Pfeffer children i want to say that's sarah sarah, mm-hmm. sarah and uh and tammy i believe is her name yes so tammy is uh the, sarah's ex-girlfriend i want to say they were even they got married in an episode earlier in season at the end of season one beginning of season two but then the uh rabbi uh, fine uh, broke off the marriage so it wasn't official so they actually just kind of walked away when she flipped out now she's trying to uh to apologize for all the hurt she's caused on yom kippur and yes, if you're a fan of The Office, you will recognize Tammy. That's Melora Harden uh, plays that character. A lot of recognizable faces. Yeah, lots of fun people, lots of fun people in comedy. But this actual episode is not as funny or fun <laughs> as a best Golden Globe winning comedy should be. <laughs> you might laugh a couple times at things, but Yom Kippur is a pretty serious day. It's so, a day of atonement. So yeah, so, uh, so Sarah Pfefferman is out here trying to atone, and actually she kind of lets us know a little bit more about uh, Yom Kippur for those of us who may or may not be as uh, involved in the in the Jewish high holiday. It's the, it's the most uh, holiest of all days throughout the year. And uh, I think we're going to dive in here real quick and get a little bit of the, uh, the transparent definition of Yom Kippur. So what? Why now? No text, no appointment oh um, no, no God, email oh, sorry just it's today it's, it was... it's yom kippur today oh it's yom kippur yeah today. so you i have to come today oh. it's like a like i ha- you you go it's kind right. of like trick-or-treating you like go and and like trick-or-treating people that you hurt you you think about think about your wrongs and apologize and then ask for forgiveness right. and you you know and then you get forgiveness and then you sort of absolve yourself you get absolved. Thank you, Sarah, but I don't want your apology. Happy Yom Kippur. Okay, I was supposed to ask three times. I I think I only got two in there. So that apology was just flatly rejected by Tammy here. Happy Yom Kippur. Yeah, and you're not supposed to say Happy Yom Kippur, which they cover later in the episode. But yeah, Tammy does not take the apology, and uh, she is not getting absolved, at least by Tammy. So, uh, so that that is our is that what that our uh, maybe our C or D storyline of uh, of Yom Kippur. I don't even know if I'm going to try to establish that for this episode. It's it's everything is colliding because it ends in a big family dinner when you break the fast, and uh, the setup for the meal the, the meal's happening at uh alley gabby hoffman's place it looks like sort of a studio loft kind of space yeah so alley uh gabby hoffman carrie brownstone you might know her from portlandia her uh, girlfriend um former best friend now girlfriend sid sydney feldman all, uh, very much a uh, lot of jewish folks in this yom kippur episode it seems to make sense <laughs> surprise surprise um, well, not every there are some gentiles because we get a lot of people who are oblivious about yom kippur but uh so they're getting ready for the dinner they've got all the tables they've got some folding chairs um they're talking about sexuality because it seems like Allie is very much exploring her sexuality now uh but 
they're really focused on this Yom Kippur dinner more than anything. Yeah, they're, everybody's fasting. They're getting hungry. They're making, they're setting up the, the table. Now, is this is not a seder. Is this a seder meal or the, the seder meal happens at Passover? Okay, but yes, we also get a seder reference too. You are like um, a character, Doctor Steve, who's later in the episode. He's like, you have to go to a seder. <laughs> um, so yeah, you're you got it. You're tracking with this episode. But uh, the, they're talking like you're saying. Allie's having her sexual awakening, and so they're uh, they're they're tackling the. Uh, the um, elephant in the room, which I think her um, professor and her are having a bit of a, um, a sexual uh, attractiveness to each other. And, and she's saying, why can't we all just have a good time? This is what being a gay person is all about. Am I right? <laughs> and it seems like Sid is not on board with that. Um, and then we cut to our main character here of Mora, who is staying with uh, a friend of Mora's. And I guess... She's staying upstairs, so it's really hot and needs a cooler. Um, it's referred to as a swamp cooler. I don't know what exactly that is. Yeah, it's like a, a portable uh, air conditioning unit that uh, her friend, who I don't know if we have her name jotted down. Like you said, we're we're not super uh, familiar with the show, so we're trying to catch all the characters and their names. But this is uh, Davina. This is, is her, her friend, Davina. This is her um, trans friend's uh, boyfriend who is staying with uh, Mora and Davina as well. Correct. This is Sal. Okay. Who is, I, I don't know how I'm remembering all this. You're a big fan. <laughs> big transparent fan. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, Davina is another trans person who we see later in the episode. And it's like Davina and Mora are two very good friends. And that's why uh, Mora is here. But Sal has a lot of insight about uh, what sort of physical transition Mora should be going through. Yeah. A lot had, of opinions. He had a lot to do with his lady's transition. And he's like uh, saying how when the, when it was all said and done, he felt like he should have uh, signed his name on her, and uh, it was like he was like Michelangelo when he got when he got done doing it because she was a work of art. Yeah, it's it's very awkward because I think uh, it's a very personal decision when you're going through something like this. And do you think Saul's this- got a lot of a lot of insight? He's like, I've got a lot of experience, and I'm going to help you through this. Do you think Maura thought that uh, this is how she'd be spending her Yom Kippur, getting told how <laughs> how big her boobs should be by some guy named Sal? <laughs> Probably not, but if you want to get a nice portable air conditioner, you're going to have to listen to Sal's <laughs> opinions about your hormones and your uh, modifying your appearance. So, And then we cut to uh, the the temple, because to end Yom Kippur on, on Saturday, or in this case, this year it's going to be a Saturday, doesn't always fall that way. It can be different times, but they're at temple, and after this service, then they can break the fast. So this is a very important service at the temple here. Yeah, so this is... Uh... This is is this Los Angeles that this is, takes place? Yes, they make reference to the 101. This, this later. is very very popular uh, temple to be at. You got to have some hot tickets. You got to pay for your tickets up front. It, there's no discounts being given out. This is the Yom Kippur to be at. This is the you place to be, be seen at yeah. this at this particular temple. So we've got uh, Judith Light, Shelley Pfefferman is there with her son Josh. Jay Duplass. I don't know why they're the only ones who who wanted to go to temple and they're connecting with buzz who is a very important guy at this particular temple as well yeah isn't he like is he the rabbi or is he just a fancy fancy hand shaker fellowship guy because sometimes they have that at churches right i think he's more of a greeter maybe like an <laughs> elder sort of thing because the rabbi is rabbi uh katherine han <laughs> rabbi han rabbi raquel fine played by katherine han and uh 
who was with Josh, but not anymore. So we get a little awkward conversation between Josh and Rabbi Raquel here. Yeah, because he, you know, it's a family family get together later on. He's, you know, he's he's keeping it real cash. Uh, you know, they recently um, had a, a pregnancy that didn't take, um, and also the broken up. And he's not ready to sort of uh, deal with all of this. And she's letting him know, no, it's over. You can tell your parents whatever you want, but uh, nah, we're done. And so far, he hasn't told his parents anything because earlier in the scene, uh, Judith Light is telling Buzz, you know, oh, my son's engaged to the rabbi, so his family knows nothing. So uh, we're going to jump right into that uh, young poor service. You're saying that this is a uh, this is not always the case. You go to the temple, but sometimes you do. Well, I think if you're more traditional Jew, yeah, you're going to go to the temple service. But it seems like some of them are a little lapsed in this episode. But Shelly and Josh, maybe because of the relationship with the rabbi, they're making sure to go there. So uh, while while, uh, Shelly and Josh are at the temple, it looks like Allie's having herself a very uh, untraditional Yom Kippur, hanging out with her uh, friend portrayed by Jason Sudeikis. Um, or Jason, that's how I said Dacus, man, Jason Manzukis, <laughs> Dr. Steve. The and, and this is Sarah. Allie is Gabby Hoffman. See, this is the problem. I've, I've seen this show and yet I cannot keep all the, the main character cast straight. This is why we're a team, you know, <laughs> because so I, it's not, I remember all so the names. So it's Jason Manzukis, not Jason Sudeikis. Yes, he's and Dr. Steve. He's playing, he's a, dispensary, a dispensary marijuana doctor. Yes. And so instead of fasting, uh, Sarah, after her bad run in with Tammy, she just wants to get high with Dr. Steve. Maybe have a little a little fun time, a little Yom Kippur good times. Yeah. Again, this is a theme here that uh, everyone is kind of experimenting with their sexuality here. So things didn't work out with Tammy. And now she's maybe with Dr. Steve. He's definitely putting down the flirt. He thinks if he gives her some some weed that, you know, there's something he's entitled to, too. And I don't know if uh, Sarah is game for that or not. Well, I think that this they they've, they have a bit of a um, friends with benefits plus weed uh, situation going on. So It's like an equation. Friends plus benefits plus weed divided by... Equals Dr. Steve. Bisexuality. Dr. 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 Steve. Dr. Steve. Excuse me. (laughs) I was making sure I have the correct name. Uh, These scenes are short. Like, it really jumps around. Well, you don't, you don't win best, uh, internet television show by, uh, by, by just goofing around in one (laughs) set place to the next. It didn't win. It won, like, best comedy, period. (laughs) Not best of the internet. Um, so we're back to the loft with Sid and Allie. Again, and it's we're still getting ready for that Seder dinner. Excuse me, the the Yom Kippur uh, breaking of the fast yes, food. There you go. You'll get it by the end of the episode. <laughs> um, so yeah, they are they're talking about how it's very hard to be making this big meal when you haven't eaten in like twenty four hours. And now the guests are starting to arrive and bringing over more food. And uh, the guests start arriving, and we have uh, our friend. Uh, um, was it uh, from Shining Time Station? She's uh, she's one of uh, Sid's parents. You beat me to it of like. <laughs> I reckon I was like, who is that? And I'm like, oh, Didi Khan from Shining Time Station. From Shining Time Station, uh, also with Grease and potentially the Grease remake on <laughs> on Fox recently. Didi Khan, everybody. Okay, um, so they must be really early because Maura's still hanging out at her uh, friend uh, friend's house. Wants to talk about Saul. 
Or yeah. Sal. Better call Sal. <laughs> maybe the, if you need an air conditioner. <laughs> maybe the timelines are, are weird here because, yeah, uh, Mora hasn't even changed into her nice dress and the other folks are already there. Maybe they're just really ready to break that fast. But Mora's got to get something off her chest here uh, with Davina about the awkwardness with Saul. Yeah, she's, she wants to say, you know, you could do better than him. He was being rude to me. He was telling me about my, my size of my chest and things of this nature i did not appreciate it to which davina lets her know listen you know what i know this is yon kapoor i don't even think she mentions that as yon kapoor <laughs> but in her mind i imagine her character is like you know what and on, on the days like today when it's the most important i'm gonna tell you how it is not all of us get to live your life i had to go through a lot i ha- I'm, a, I'm a former prostitute hiv positive transsexual woman and i have a man that loves me and you know what that works for me. Yeah. Davina's just trying to give her some perspective of like, you came with a little more privilege. And this is a, something I feel like we often end up talking about in our episodes that there's a class issue that plays out in, in, in any sitcom. Yeah. And uh, this one, uh, well, I mean, we can get to it at the end, Slim, but uh, how do you feel about uh, the Pfefferman family? Do you relate as a non-Jewish, non-LA living, non-well-to-do uh, family member? I don't find a ton to relate with, um, but I think family is family. You're always going to have awkwardness and squabbles with your family, especially about relationships, especially about religion. You know, we see this played out in other shows like uh, Master of None. They did a whole episode about awkwardness with your family and religion. So I think those themes connect on a lot of levels. But yes, don't have a ton in common with the California Jewish Pfeffermans. Yeah, so we got, speaking of the Jewish Pfeffermans, the, the, the hardcore Jew Pfeffermans are at the uh, Yom Kippur uh, service um, listening to Rabbi Rachel, Raquel uh, chant and sing and do all the things that you do on this high holy day. And uh, it feels like Josh is having a little, it's a little too much for him. He knows that his heart's broken, his uh, relationship is over, and he's thinking about all the sinning he's probably done in his past as he, you know, puts himself out there in in the temple and uh, he's got to peace out. Yeah. Got to catch my breath. This is not probably an issue that a lot of people have to deal with that their pastor or rabbi or whomever is someone that they used to be engaged to and thought they were going to have a baby with. So this Yom Kippur has a lot more loaded um, emotions for Josh than anybody else here. Uh, so he needs to step outside and get himself a little bit of a, He's, I guess he's atoning in, internally, and now he's just going to let it go in outside of the of the holy space there. Uh, cut to um, our, uh, our good friend. Uh, Do you think he's most upset about the relationship ending or the fact that he's eventually going to have to tell his family? Because it seems like he's more upset that he's going to have to tell his family about it. I mean, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not Josh Fufferman. If I had to put myself <laughs> in his shoes, I, I assume that he's. I mean, if you've watched this, uh, more than one episode, so let me know that he starts the show as a bit of like a sleazy guy. He works in the music industry. He's hitting on young artists and uh, and band members and things like that. So uh, maybe he's having just a very much uh, a moment to kind of reflect on everything that he's gone through in life. Oh, and, more than just the past year. He's looking at the past several years. Yeah, I mean, it is of all days. The Day of Atonement. The Day of Atonement. And Mora still not getting ready for this Breaking the Fast dinner. She's got so much time. She's throwing uh, bread at birds, which is a scene that lasts about 30 seconds. And uh, I'm going to watch some more transparent episodes after this, and I'm going to be looking for that. Like, does she always throw food at birds in every episode? 
Um, yeah, speaking of uh, uh, quite a contrast to a bread-throwing episode, scene, we, we cut to our friend Allie and Dr. Steve, who are now still in his... Still, still not Allie. Still in the doctor. Still Sarah. Still not Sarah. Allie. Why do I... You know what? I would have named these characters differently if I was Jill Soloway. Allie way. is Gabby Hoffman. Sarah is Amy Landecker. Anyway... You, you know what? I, I listen. If you're listening to this show and you are just, you know, you're like, it, it's Sarah. Like you're screaming <laughs> to yourself. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was really thought we were going to get a whole new fan base of people that love Transparent, and we're just turning them off. <laughs> sorry about that, guys. Anyway, Sarah and Doctor Steve, they're trying to get it on, and uh, she does not have a look of pleasure on her face. Not at all. She's uh, she's obviously she's going through some stuff. I mean, obviously. They're taking this day very seriously. I mean, Sarah uh, is is sort of probably thinking of all those things, how that Tammy didn't give her the forgiveness she was looking for, and now she's looking for some sort of feeling of goodness in another way between smoking weed and trying to have sex with uh, her uh, her weed doctor. And she's not making any sense, really. She said that she's so high, she doesn't feel high at all anymore, and then kind of proceeds to talk about some... Uh, sexual fantasies she has that even Doctor Steve is like I don't know about that I'm I'm not I'm not good with that I'm you're, out you're getting real weird with it lady um, and she's gonna have to uh, get out of there and that's when he uh, like me very uh, sillyly asks if there's a seder to go to because I don't know anything about Jewish holidays yes she's like I got to get out of here this is Yom Kippur I'm supposed to be fasting and atoning and I'm getting high and, and making out and I'm going to get out of here. And uh, he's like, I didn't know it was Yom Kippur. You know, Seder meal? Yeah. So, no Seder, Passover. Are we finally getting uh, the whole family together for the big the big party? And everyone's their fancy clothes. Everyone is excited for this meal. Um, people are still trickling in. Josh is here just with a warning that Buzz has gotten the invite over for the dinner. The VI, The temple VIP. Yes, I think that there's a lot of flirtation. He was like the bouncer of Yom Kippur. <laughs> the temple, making sure everybody's got those tickets. Yeah. No discounts. Um, so yeah, Buzz and uh, Judith Light. I can't remember her name. Shelly. Buzz and Shelly. You're getting these, you're nailing these names. Whereas <laughs> I was only seen one episode just 10 minutes ago. Buzz and Shelly are definitely making a love connection this Yom Kippur. Um, so we meet uh, of Sid's parents again. Uh, they've just been fasting and waiting for everybody else, just getting more and more hungry by the moment. Um, everybody's sort of getting together. They're going to have this big sit down, and it's going to be a lovely Yom Kippur slim. And, and we sense that one of our big stories here with Josh is, again, going to come to a head because there's still this talk of like, oh, he's engaged to the rabbi. They're going to have a baby. And everyone is expecting the rabbi to come over for the big breaking the fast dinner. So things are going to get awkward here really soon. You're right, Slim. He's uh, Josh got to come clean to everybody and no better time to do that than with, you know, his the sister's friend's parents there <laughs> and buzz the and jewish santa claus as he describes him everybody's gonna be there he's just gonna go upstairs and look at some records sadly that's what he goes off to do and then we cut to a scene with buzz and shelly um talking she's trying to catch buzz up on everyone and he's just like well Allie's a lesbian now and she's just kind of going through who everybody is so you did do the 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 old jewish person no, accent that, <laughs> an old jewish person accent would be much much more pronounced Allie's a lesbian now nope, okay. that's just my judith 
light impression. <laughs> I would do the same impression if we is were it? watching an episode of Who's the Boss. All right. Well, same, that... I don't think she's Jewish on Who's the Boss, is she? I don't. Pl- or Special Victims Unit. <laughs> yes, she's on SVU as well. All right. So, such but, a great body yes, of work. Shelly, whose who's daughter is a lesbian now. Uh, Allie. And, and, and Buzz, they're in this. Uh... And I guess Sarah's maybe a lesbian too. Oh, yeah. She was or is or could, could be. Who knows? Or they're bisexual. She, she's divorced and has children too. So Yeah. There's a lot, lot but, going on, folks. But, but uh, I believe a... Uh, lesbian woman as well Mora walks into the elevator and she and uh, gets to meet the charming buzz as well yeah i i'm not going to comment on that i haven't watched enough episodes to know if transgender mora it would be considered a lesbian or not that's she really likes women deep dive. i don't know mora um, does yes oh, okay i believe so tweet us if we're wrong but uh but anyway, you get a great line from Buzz of like, how do you two gals know each other? See, I tried to <laughs> just make that a very nondescript impression of Buzz. Uh, so uh, everybody's here now. We're, uh, we're going to get ourselves started. And it feels like the day's been boiling up. Everybody has a little something going on. Sarah, well, everybody's not angry. Allie, Sarah. She's been uh, dealing with her own sort of demons in her own way. Yes. Uh, getting high and hanging out with Dr. Steve. Uh, Josh is just sort of moping around, looking at records. He's just, he's, you know, he's, he's obviously come to the end of the day where he realizes that him and Rabbi Fine are not going to be so fine. And, uh, and then, of course... Um, our good friend Allie, she's uh, she's got herself the uh, the the sexual coming of age. She's uh, dealing with her own sort of growth, and also she wants to tell us uh, about being Jewish, which is important on a day like today, Slim. Yeah, she's going to break down. Uh, this is what I feel like we have in almost every holiday episode we've recapped. Someone sort of saying what the holiday means to us. I've just started sort of investigating and wondering about um, my Jewishness. And without Raquel here, I guess the busing is going to be a little wonky. You're doing great. Don't stop. (laughs) Thank you, Buzz. So my understanding of Yom Kippur is about this epic yellow pages um, that is called the Book of Life. That is God... He, she, whatever great energy uh, writes and seals. <laughs> energy. It's like he holds a pen. Are you done? Yep. Okay. Uh, Sorry. To get your name in the Book of Life, you make apologies. And um, once it's in there and sealed, that means that you get to live another year. So I would like to say that I'm sorry. Oh, my God. For anything I may have done to any of you this past year that caused you any pain. That's beautiful. All apologies are accepted to a great new year. Yes. New year, everybody. Because Rosh Hashanah has just... that That's like happening this week. So Yom Kippur's... Always after Rosh Hashanah. So it's it's the new year. We're getting this pod right out in the midst of some of the most important Jewish holidays of the year. the holiest days. This is going to be our most Jewish listened to episode ever. I would assume. I would assume so. Um, We never got to tackle that Chrismica, any Chrismica episodes of the OC. So yeah, this is definitely going to be up there. 
So, uh, yeah, our friends are keep, uh, they're going to keep on keeping on Yom Kippur all day, all night. So, uh, it looks like you just heard, uh, you heard Sarah interrupting Allie. I'm getting these names, nailing them, nailing them here. She just seems like she's a little bit going off the rails. She's obviously, she was getting high out of her gourd and she was doing some weird stuff and she's having a weird day. Um, she just ate some lunch meat in there too, like before they were supposed to all kind of start eating. And now they're all like holding bagels up and they're wondering about the blessing because Raquel, of course, isn't there. So uh, Buzz, though, Buzz is obviously an important guy at the temple. So Buzz is kind of helping out with the blessing. Yeah, they seem to know. You don't say you don't say happy uh, Yom Kippur. What do you say, Slim? Good Yontif. It would be like Good Friday. You wouldn't be like, hey, have a great Good Friday. Like, it's a very the somber day. The best of day. Fridays. It's a somber day. It's not a day for, like, greeting cards. But uh, Good Yontif kind of goes along with the whole New Year sort of thing. All right. Well, we finally, uh, I think, get to talk to Josh and get a sense of why he's moping around, not eating his bagel. He's uh, everybody's asking where Raquel is, and he finally has to uh, to come clean about how things are not going as well as he had hoped. Yes, and as I predicted, it gets awkward because he's like, Raquel's not coming. We're not getting married. The pregnancy wasn't viable. Uh, it's it's we broke up everything is bad and most people react like oh i'm sorry like normal emotions but uh judith light she becomes unhinged yeah shelly fafferman starts uh, wailing and crying and saying that she had told a bunch of people um and that's the reason why she'd cursed the baby and that and then she talks about the evil eye she invokes the evil eye has come upon them that is not something i'm familiar with is that something that uh that the jewish faith uh, is is part of their beliefs oh I don't know where I, I had a friend that was Greek and she would talk about the evil eye as well. So I don't know exactly where it comes from. Well, continuing on, the party is all of a sudden not so much of a party. It's getting a little bit of a bit of a weird vibe out there. I can't imagine how uh, Sid's family's feeling. They were just coming here to eat some locks and some bagels and, you know, start uh, having some nice food after a nice long fast. And it's gotten real weird with the Pfeffermans. I think Buzz is like the MVP of the episode. He's trying to be a calming force and, and and just try to keep everybody chill. Buzz is like, there's no evil eye. I'll drive you home. I'm the Jewish Santa Claus, like <laughs> you know they said earlier. So he's like, good stuff happens, bad stuff happens. You didn't cause Josh and Raquel to break up. You didn't cause them to lose their baby. Like You need to just chill, Judith Light. Yeah, let's chill, Judith Light. And Mora comes in with a uh, a nice um, um, sort of comforting thing to say. Hey, Josh, you know it's okay for people to be sad. This is this is a sad situation. But Josh reacts with anger, like I don't need your permission. Which again, that is just timeless of arguing with your parents about like them still trying to parent you and be nice and helpful. And he's like, I don't need you. I don't need your permission. Yeah, so it, the the vibe continues as as uh, Shelly just keeps going down a a path of sadness and talking about dive, dying and just being sad and it's it's a real bummer and uh, we're gonna just go ahead and not have a good a great Yonkapur. We're gonna atone, but we're not gonna just we're not gonna shut it down with some dancing. No, there's no dancing. Not at this one. out the episode. Um, everyone eventually kind of dissipates and heads home. And, you know, they were just trying to have a nice dinner, like you said. Um, but it's not happening. It is not. Although there's some pickles left over there. So I'm, I'm down with that if I, if I ever get invited to one of these Yom Kippur fast breaks. So we're left with just Sid and Allie. See, look at you. 
just you should just be the breaking the, down the character continuity director for uh, Transparent. No, no, your name is Allie, not Sarah. <laughs> just so you know, so, character. This is going to be turning into just to an all transparent podcast, guys. We're just going to recap <laughs> every transparent episode, or maybe we'll just do a new podcast where we always talk about a show we've not seen before. So, uh, yeah, Sid and and and. Uh, Alley are just uh, hanging out, cleaning up some dishes. But cut to Josh; he's uh, he's about to get down on some uh, um, some meat. Is that ham? I, I take it. Is that is that what I'm supposed to believe? He's- I don't know. He's he's probably at a Ralph's supermarket, and he just starts pounding lunch meat because I think he was so depressed. I don't think he ate anything at the meal, so now he's just stealing food at a supermarket. Like he's eating hamburger buns, and it's like he's. This is what happens when you don't eat for twenty. This is what happens. Hours. When you when you fast and you don't eat at your fast breaking meal and you're depressed and you break up with your girlfriend rabbi and you just start going hard in the lunch meat aisle. That's what makes people just rip open hamburger buns. So that was transparent. Certainly not in the same sort of vein as a sitcom or anything that we usually talk about here. But you know what? It's uh, it's the third week of September, folks, and the, the, the holidays are few and far between. So we're going to get into some fun ones like Yom Kippur. <laughs> yeah, Yom Kippur. It's only about 10, 10 or so days away. Um, so Todd, what did you get out of uh, this episode of Transparent? Oh, I hate to say it, Slim, but I, I got out that I remember why I stopped watching the show. <laughs> I wasn't... I'm not, I'm not uh, uh, very invested in the in the storylines and the characters and uh i'm sure it's great I'm, i know if you're into that uh, particular type of storytelling it's good for it uh there's a lot of tv out there and uh just to, didn't don't relate i should say well it's kind of a downer like i hope that eventually things get better like you know that there's always going to be ups and downs with any human any tv show but it does from this one episode that i've seen seem like kind of a downer yeah it's uh it's a show that um you know has gotten a lot of accolades and awards over the years and um i think best comedy everybody hilarious (laughs) so funny um and i think that the the show makers and runners and 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 everyone in there they they may as the seasons have gone on started to put a lot more importance into the show than i feel like i take out of it i thought it was like interesting take on sort of the family dynamic with it being about a a transparent and uh in in a jewish family but um some of this stuff it gets a little bit it's a little bit too inside Judaism for me if uh, if that makes sense where it's uh, I don't I, I I'm so sort of removed from the actual experience of what they're talking about and going through that I don't know I, I there's like I said there's a lot more TV out there so I have I kind of um, I think I got through most of season two but I haven't caught up and I know that season four is coming out soon so I'm way behind on all my transparent watching. Yeah, I think it's a very important show for the 2010s. Like, it's part of a a broader conversation about transgender people, and especially if that happens to you, you know, later in life and you have kids. Like, we saw played out uh, in reality TV with Caitlyn Jenner as well. So, it's like an important show for the time it's coming out. But, um, but yeah, maybe not a super funny show. Like, if you're looking for like a funny sitcom, it's not that. Yeah, if you're looking for a holiday episode that uh, hits all those sitcom beats that we've been so uh, so you know gotten so used to seeing, then this is definitely not that. But it is something, and it's something for you if you are in the mood for some young Kapoor television watching. Slim, what'd you feel about the holiday itself? I mean, it really hammered home the holiday episode. Like if you're just grading it on that, it was all about. Yom Kippur. They were at temple. They were talking about atonement. They were talking about the fast and breaking the fast. So I think it's very true to the holiday and what the holiday means to Jewish people. Um, so at the very least, 
we learned a little something about Yom Kippur that we didn't know before. So we at least got that. Yeah. So we're, we're trying to go into new territory for us. Yeah. We're going along, and thank you for going along in the ride with us. We've got a few more episodes of Very Special Holiday that will be coming out. So stay connected with us on social media, facebook.com slash very special episode, twitter.com slash very special ep. So be sure to like, subscribe, thumbs up. Yeah. Go on iTunes. You can subscribe on there. Give us a review, five stars. I don't. I don't know if we've got any in this particular podcast. And also, we have a few reviews. And then check it, check us out on SoundCloud.com slash Very Special Holiday. And uh, yeah, October's rolling around. We uh, we started this uh, project back last November with uh, our first uh, podcast about Thanksgiving. So it's exciting to just turn that corner right around into the fall holiday season with some potentially some uh, some Halloween business to talk about soon. Uh, so we'll see you guys in two weeks. And Slim. Have a very special week. It's a very special holiday.